Geek Girl Rants. This week, I want to talk about another piece of news that came out involving comics, bestsellers, and the New York Times. If you missed it, because it really only made news on some of the more geeky blogs, the New York Times decided to suspend or essentially delete, stop publishing certain of their bestseller lists because they just didn't resonate with their readers or whatever bullshit they wanted to spout about it. And of the ones that they got rid of were the three that involved comics in some way. Graphics, hardcover, graphics, softcover, and manga. They claim that some of these lists were first started as an experiment just to see how well they would do. And now that they've decided they didn't do so well, they're getting rid of them. Obviously, New York Times can do whatever the hell it wants. But let's put it this way. The New York Times is basically telling people, telling their readers, telling the world that comics are not literary enough. If you look at some of the picks for bestsellers at certain points in time. They were very literary-minded or social conscious-minded type of books that, oh, you know, this could have been written as a novel and it would have been brilliant. So since it's a graphic, we'll give it a little credit and put it on our bestseller list. The New York Times doesn't really look at the sales of things all the time when they talk about bestsellers. They're very selective about how these appear on their lists. And the fact that now they're getting rid of comics while at the same time saying, oh, you know, if they sell enough and if they're popular enough and if they're worthy enough, they'll get on the fiction list and they'll get on, you know, whatever applicable list. That's fine. But what happens when some of them get so popular that they take over your list? What are you going to do then? Are you going to shift them to their own list? Oh, wait, nope, got rid of it. I want to thank Book Riot for that one. Great commentary on that site about uh, getting rid of the lists and how this is how they got the children's literature lists was because years back, Harry Potter books started taking up spots on the main fiction lists and they were like, no, 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 we can't have that. We have to have a children's list. So they created a children's list because of Harry Potter. So you see, if we make graphics and manga popular enough to get on the main fiction list, they'll have no choice but to create the comics list again. There's snobbery involved is what it comes down to. The New York Times doesn't like admitting that pop culture genres or or formats can possibly be good or as good as fiction or literary works. The thing that gets me is, look at comics. The New York Times has had bestsellers on its list in, at various times from Stephen King, from Joe Hill, from Neil Gaiman, from all manner of authors who, guess what, have written comics. 
They have entire series they've worked on. They have runs of well-known comics like Wonder Woman. They have their own comics they've created. And yet they're still considered good enough to be on your literary fiction lists and to get on the top of your bestsellers. But when they do it, if there's funny pages involved, if there's colorful drawings involved, if there's something that you deem childish involved, well, that can't possibly have literary merit. So let's get rid of those lists. Now, the other thing that's fucked up about this, aside from the snobbery and the whole, as Book Riot said, gatekeeping of of this, is the fact that people go to bestseller lists for ideas of things to read. And a lot of people who may not have normally looked at comics would look at these lists along with the other bestseller lists and say, wow, I've heard of that author. Well, if they're good enough to do a comic, then obviously I should check that out. Or, hey, maybe my son or daughter or niece or nephew or cousin or brother or whatever might like this because it's a comic, even though they wouldn't read a 300-page novel, maybe they'll read a 150-page comic. It's the same author, so it's obviously good quality. It gives people ideas. That's part of the point of the bestseller list. It's not necessarily to say, hey, look what's the absolute best, and and you should go out and buy it now, now, now. That's not really the point of a bestseller. It's Sure, it's to show what's top of the charts, but It's also to give people ideas and it opens people's eyes to new authors and to new types of works and fiction and art forms. And it's bullshit that they're getting rid of this. And I really don't believe anything they say about it not resonating with their readers. That's not true at all. I mean, okay, the New York Times in general has a stereotypically stuffy readership, but their lists are dispersed through other means. And they're shown in other formats and on blogs and in other magazines with permission and and all of this. And people talk about them and they get out there and they get the word out. And it screws over the comics industry and the comics creators and the writers and the artists. You all know how I feel about the writers and artists getting screwed over. And even though this is more of the mainstream variety and it's much harder for independents to get out there... It still screws over the industry as a whole. And it pisses me off. Because once again, this is someone, as in, you know, the big someone, saying that comics aren't worthy. That comics are not a reputable art form. That comics are not for adults. That comics are not worth paying attention to and reading, and having bestseller lists for. I mean, okay, so we still have Amazon bestsellers. We still have the comic bestsellers in other formats in other places, but a lot of those places are spots that those of us who read comics would look anyway. It's not getting the new readers. It's not getting the inexperienced, those who aren't exposed to it on a regular basis. It's not giving easy access like it would in a huge publication like the New York Times that, like I said, gets disseminated all sorts of places. And it also doesn't help the comics industry because now there's a certain bar that the New York Times sets. And this no longer allows the comics industry to look at these listings and look at these ratings and say, 
okay, these comics are doing great. This is what we should push more of. These are the writers that we should push more of. These are the people we should hire more. These are, you know, it really screws over a lot of people from the highest level to the lowest because the exposure's not there. The comparisons aren't there. The the reasoning for, oh, hey, look, these non-superhero comics are the ones that are top of the list right now. Maybe we should do more of those. Or these social justice comics are top of the list right now. We should do more of those. It doesn't give you that feel that the industry itself needs. I mean, every industry looks at metrics, and this is a huge one for publishers in general. And to totally remove an entire segment of publishers and say, oh, no, no worries. We'll get you on the regular fiction list when your numbers are up there. That is so unrealistic and condescending. And I don't know. I Writing to the New York Times is about the only thing I can think of to do about this. And it's not likely they'll listen. I mean, if, if they claim their readership is not behind it, it doesn't want these lists and stuff, well, then it is what it is. But it's just bullshit. Again, I'm just sick of comics getting kicked to the curb because people refuse to take the time to realize that they are a legitimate art form, that they are a legitimate form of literature. These are stories being told that you can't find anywhere else. It's crazy. And it just bothers me so much that, I don't know. What do you think? Do you have a feeling about this? Am I wrong? Am I way over the top on this? Because I feel like this one should be even rantier than this. And I just don't have a solution. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? Let me know. Geek Girl Rants on Twitter. Bye for now.